Welcome back to Shnai Mikra, the OU podcast series on Parshat HaShavua. This is Menachem Liptag, and in today's year we begin our study of Parshat Masay with Kohen, the first Aliyah, beginning with Perak Lamed Gimel, chapter 33, in Sefer Bamidbar, Pasuk Aleph. Ele Masay Bnei Yisrael, these are the journeys of Bnei Yisrael, Asher Yetzu Me'erts Mitzrayim Letzibotam, who left the land of Egypt, according to their legions, Biad Moshe Aaron. They left Egypt under the leadership of Moshe Aaron, and now we've reached the 40th year, the conclusion of all these journeys led by Moshe and Aaron, and Moshe is going to write down all the places they went to. This Pasuk is a little tricky, and I want to suggest the following explanation. The word Motzeihem most likely refers to the happenings that occurred on the way. For example, if you remember from the Haftarah from Parshat Shlach, when the Maglim returned to Yeshua at the end of chapter 2 in Yeshua, they tell Yeshua, everything that happened to them. So it seems like that Moshe wrote down all the happenings and all the events that happened as they traveled, and their travel was Api Hashem. Not that Moshe wrote it down according to God's command, but we see earlier in Sefer Bamidbar, there was a very explicit command that Amisra would only travel Api Hashem, they would wait for the Anan to go up, and then they would travel. And when the Anan stopped, they would camp. God was very specific about that command. Therefore, all their traveling is Api Hashem. As they would travel Api Hashem, Moshe Rabbeinu would write down all the events that happened. However, that is not what we're going to find in the next set of Psukim. Instead, the Elam Masehem Lemotzehem. What we're going to find now are the different places that they traveled when all these events happened. In other words, we're not going to get a list of all the events that took place during these journeys. Instead, we're only going to find a very skeleton-type list of all the places they went to from journey to journey without the details of what happened. Earlier in Chumash, we find many details of what happened from place to place. What appears to be that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote down what happened in every place. What we find in Chumash are only selected stories that Chumash found necessary to record for future generations However, many other things happened in the desert. That was all written down by Moshe. Now, at the end of Sefer Bamidbar, we're going to have a summary of all the places that they traveled to and from without all the details of what happened in each place. They left Ramses in the land of Egypt in the first month that we know from the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim in Sefer Shemot. On the 15th day of the first month, in Mokhrat Pesach after they brought the Korban Pesach, the Korban Pesach was brought on the 14th, and it was eaten on the night before the 15th. They left after being rushed out by the Egyptians after Makat Bechorot. So again, The day after bringing the Korban Pesach, Bnei Yisrael went out with an outstretched hand before the eyes of all of Egypt. And when they were leaving, Egypt in the meantime was burying all their dead that were smitten by God with the plague of the firstborn. And God had also inflicted punishments against the gods of Egypt as B'nai Israel were leaving. Notice that this opening line, Pasuk Gimel and Dalid, does not describe a travel from and to, but rather this serves as a grand opening to what is about to follow. Our starting point is Yitzhak Mitzrayim, our redemption from Egypt that began this entire process of becoming God's nation. And now, with Pasuk we're going to do the actual travel from place to place. Now, why are we starting 
a summary from leaving Egypt if we're ending Sefer Bamidbar. It seems like this list is not a summary of Sefer Bamidbar, but rather an introduction to the new generation preparing to enter the land of Israel. Recall that the first generation was supposed to take the land. The first plan was for Amisar to leave Egypt, receive the Torah at Har Sinai, and then continue directly to the land of Israel. It could have happened within several months, for sure within a year. But because of the very sins of Amisarah, that was delayed, and finally that entire generation died in the desert. That was the topic in Sefer Bamidbar of why that generation failed. This list of journeys that begins with the exodus from Egypt and ends on the banks of the Jordan River in preparation for entry serves as a meaningful beginning as the new generation prepares to enter the land. In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu has finished his job. Yeshua is going to take up where Moshe Rabbeinu left off. But we want to show continuity that what the new generation is about to undertake is really the goal of the first generation that left Egypt. So now that we had our grand opening, we return now to the details of the different journeys from campsite to campsite. Pasuke, The first journey was from Ramses to Sukkot, and then they traveled from Sukkot and camped in Etam, which was at the edge of the desert. These psukim sound familiar from the story at the end of Parshat Bo and B'Shalach when Bnei Israel leave Egypt. We should recall that the original plan that Moshe had told Paro and that Paro had agreed to was to allow Bnei Israel a three-day distance journey from Ramses to the desert to serve God. Here we have the first two days. Day one was Ramses to Sukkot. Day two was Sukkot Teitam. And on day three, everyone was expecting Bnei Israel to go into the desert and offer sacrifices at Har Sinai, and that would stop the plagues. However, God gave that special command, telling Moshe to bring Bnei Israel back towards Egypt, that would entice Paro to chase them. And that story now we'll have in Pasuk Zion. Vaisum Eitam, Vayashov Apiachirot. They traveled from Etam, but instead of going towards the desert, they went back towards Egypt, to Piachirot, Asher Apnei Bautzaphon, which was overlooking the area called Bautzaphon, most likely an Egyptian god, and they set up camp in front of Migdol. That maneuver caused Paro to chase them. And after Paro chases them, God tells Moshe to lead B'nai Israel into the Yam. And the famous story of Kriyat Yamsu takes place as described in Pasachet. They traveled from Pnei They passed through the water into the desert. They traveled a three-day distance in the Midbar Vaitam, and they ended up in Marah. Notice here how we're only describing the places where they left from and where they ended up without any of the details of what happened on the way. As we explained in our introduction, this is only a list of the places where they traveled from and encamped at with almost no detail of what happened in each place, even though Moshe wrote down the details of what happened. And some of those details we find earlier in Chumash in its various stories, here we only have a list of the travels. Why are they traveling a three-day distance and ending up in Marah and not at Har Sinai? That we discussed in Sefer Shemot. They cannot arrive at Har Sinai until they're ready to enter the covenant and receive the Torah. God has to train them. Marah is the beginning of the training exercise to get them to have faith in God as God fixes the water and teaches them Chokum Ishpat. And the journeys from now until Har Sinai will be preparation for the nation to get them ready to accept the covenant at Har Sinai. Pasuk Tet, Vaisumi Marah, they left from Marah, Vayavo Elima, 
and they came to Elim. Uveilim shtemesle inod maim v'shivim tamarim v'yachanu sham. In Elim they found twelve springs of water and seventy palm trees, and there they set up camp. Obviously they set up camp because there was food and there was water. Why does Chumash tell us this? It could be that the twelve springs represent the twelve tribes of Israel. The seventy palms represent the seventy nations. And as Avram was chosen to be the forefather of a nation that will bring blessing to all mankind, and he says, Shael explains, in order to be late to the other nations, it could be by Amiso entering this covenant with God and becoming his people, we become like the springs of water that enable the seventy nations to give fruit. Pasuk Yud, they traveled from Elim, and they set up camp on Yamsuf. It's not clear why they returned to Yamsuf. They already crossed Yamsuf. It could be that they're traveling in the desert along the Red Sea. It depends where is the Yamsuf. But if they're traveling towards the Sinai and the Yamsuf is the Red Sea, then it seems as though they're traveling southward along the coast of the Red Sea, but now on the eastern bank. This concludes the first Aliyah. Shani will continue with the rest of these journeys.